Hello, hello, and welcome to Metaphysical Happy Hour. I am your host, Cassie Clayton, and I'm your co-host, Tracy Escobar, also known as Red Catch Medium. Hello, Miss Cass. How are you? Doing good. How about yourself? Yep. It's been a week. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. Exciting. It is. Yeah. Bad weather. I know. Yes. How's the weather with you? Good? Cold? Uh, cold. It's cold here, too. Yeah, it's, it's cold. cold. It's cold. My nose has stayed cold all week. It's been cold. I don't like the cold. I want to go to the hot sun. So that's my segue into our shameless plugs. So let's do a shameless plugs. <laughs> um, well, I, you know, as always, I'm doing websites, logos, and brand materials, um, particularly with spiritual business owners. And so, um, yeah, that that's what I do. Things are, which um, things have really really been rolling which is it's been doing good isn't it yeah yeah very very excited for for the coming year are you there's a good energy going on right now so it feels like it's flowing right yes and speaking of flow speaking of flow i have a retreat coming up and i'm just super super excited it's my first retreat that i'm going to be hosting speaking of sun too it's going to be in the beautiful country of belize on the mainland and it is april 15th to the 21st so I think like six full nights we're going to be in Belize and Cassie's going to, we're going to be super excited. We get to go and have fun. We have, I think I only have two spots left open. That's it. Two spots left. We have that many people going. So we're super, super excited. So two spots left. Um, You go to my website and you can, or actually can go to my Facebook page and see the link. And if you're interested, it's going to be super, super amazing. It's called flow. Um, And yeah, just moving us through the hurt, the grief, or whatever it is you're dealing with in trauma, let's move through it and let's do it in nature. And I have some really cool surprises coming up and people who are going to come speak. And I'm just super, super excited. It's going to be a really, really great trip. So looking forward to that. You can find that on my Facebook. And then also February 4th and 5th, I will be at Miracles of Joy in Louisville, Texas, doing a book signing on the 4th. And I'm doing a mediumship class on the 5th for beginners. So if you're a beginner in the area and you want to come hang out, let's come hang out and let's do a class with me. So yeah. And then also my book, I did write my book. So my book is still out and it's available on Amazon. So yes. that's always out there too. And that, the book is doing really, really good too. Yeah. It's been doing so, so good. So super good stuff. It was a hard year last year. We're in the new year. Yeah. Last year was a year of health for me, but I'm hoping this year we're kicking it off. I'm getting all my well visits done now in January. Let's, get everything out of the way and hopefully it's just a good year. Yeah. Yeah. And you for business sure. is going to be going good for you this year. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. There's a rolling yeah. energy with it and I feel it's coming. Yeah. Yes. So let's talk about the new year. Who do we have today? Um, well, to talk about the new year, <laughs> China, uh, particularly the, uh, we've got uh, Jillian um, with us tonight and she is our feng shui expert here to talk about the Chinese new year and all the awesome things that go along with that. Thanks for having me. It's good to see everybody. It's good. We love having you. Welcome back. You've been on our show before. So welcome back. I feel so honored. Thank you. Yay. And so far we've got people coming on from Facebook. We have Ms. Bankson. She's coming on to say hello. We got tons of people on, what is that called? TikTok? TikTok. (laughs) You see, it's been a week, y'all. I'm even forgetting names of 
apps. Anyway, so yeah, so if you guys have questions, please leave a TikTok. If you have a question, leave it in the comments. And then too, on Facebook and YouTube, you can leave questions for Jillian in the comments and we will get to them. But in the meantime, welcome to our show. Why don't you tell our listeners and guests and everybody else, Tell us about you. Who is Jillian? What does she do? What is she about? Tell us your story. Go for oh, it. that's just deep. We only have an hour. Our Take time the story is out, Jillian. <laughs> well, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Jillian Rothschild Scholar. I'm the owner and consultant at Feng Shui in Motion. I help ambitious people who are feeling like something's a little bit off and want to move forward with greater clarity, confidence, and ease. I work with all of the resources in Chinese metaphysics. I'm a classically trained feng shui practitioner. I also work with Chinese astrology, which is known as the Four Pillars of Destiny, and all kinds of divination methods like the I Ching and Qi Men Dun Jia, and another really incredible system called Dalu Ren and Plumflower Divination. There's all kinds of ways that we can get answers based on the kind of questions that we have and the doubts that are in our hearts and our minds using... Uh, Chinese metaphysics. And so I'm here today to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that I can pack in as much as I can pack in in our little hour here today about Chinese New Year. I know, and I'm afraid we won't pack it enough, but there's so much to talk about, there's right? There's so much to talk about, yeah. There's so much to talk about. And I know nothing about the Chinese New Year. Absolutely okay. nothing. So I'm like a blank. I wouldn't even know where to start. Okay. So I'm going to let you tell us. What's the Chinese New Year? Tell us all about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> The, the day that we're having this conversation is January, so we're currently still in the year of the water tiger, and we okay. are moving into the year of the water rabbit. So a little bit of Chinese metaphysics fundamentals. There's qi. There are something called the three lucks, which is heaven luck, human luck, and earth luck. Ooh. And then there's also the polarity of yin and yang, which we always love that yin and yang yin aspect yang. of life, mm -hmm. where we have this perpetual exchange of energy. And there's also something called the five elements. The five elements are what are known to the energy that makes up the universe. And it's water, wood, fire, earth, and metal. Okay. And we need to keep these concepts in mind when we're talking about Chinese New Year so that we can explain the kind of energy that we're coming into. So we're coming into the year of the water rabbit, and it's actually... The polarity of the water is yin water. So it's like in Chinese metaphysics, we use a lot of imagery and imagery with yin water is like a cloud or a mist or dew or like little raindrops. And the rabbit animal sign carries the element of yin wood. So it's a wood element animal sign and it's yin wood. So that imagery is a little bit like a flower or like a creeper, like a kind of vine that would like climb, like a climbing rose bush, if you will, that will okay. climb up a tree. And so then you sort of get this image of like a watering can, watering some plants that are like, that's the energy of the year that we're coming into. So it's a really beautiful, vibrant energy where there's a lot of prosperity that can come forward. There's a lot of mm, momentum that happens slowly. Like when you grow plants, it grows, yes. it takes time to grow. But there's a lot of optimism that comes at, with that because it comes from the youth, the young people in our world, thank goodness for them, are interested in changing the world and bringing about reform and demanding change. It's just going to happen a little bit slowly. And so that's, it's the wonderful concept of springtime and it's a great time for planning and gathering your resources. And how long is the new year? Like, I'm so confused on the whole concept of the calendar. So okay. yeah, talk about that for a second. Okay. So calendar in the Chinese culture, there's something called the Luni solar calendar. So there's a lunar calendar that uses the moon. Okay. And there is a solar calendar that relies on the sun. And so the lunar calendar obviously vacillates. It changes. 
the new year could be January. It could be later in February. It could be early January, later. It kind of changes with the moon. Whereas the solar calendar only vacillates by a few hours every year. And so in feng shui, from a classical feng shui perspective, we use the solar calendar to mark the passage of time um, because it's very reliable. The, the sun is the thing in the universe that we can count on. It's very steady, whereas the moon is inconstant. So from a cultural perspective, the lunar new year for the year of the rabbit was actually January 22nd. So it's already passed just a few days ago. Yeah. And the solar year starts February 4th. So we're not quite there to the solar year yet, which is why we say we're still in the year of the tiger. We have a few more days till we get to the year of the rabbit. And that's when the energy is fully set. So February 4th is when we go into the rabbit. Yes. Okay. It's very confusing. Um, yeah, <laughs> it is. Well, there's hundreds of calendars all over the world. I mean, there's all different kinds of calendars. There's all different kinds of calendars. Yes. And they're, so, they're trying to redo our calendar too. Like that's in the makings. They're trying to reset our calendar. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Right. So I really like the Chinese solar calendar because it's very reliable. It is very specific. It demarcates time throughout the year into 24 little mini seasons. Okay. And it's a really beautiful way to mark time. You can very specifically see the equinox. You can see the solstice. And you can understand how energy moves through those passages of time. Interesting. Yeah. And is it a 12-month year? Like, what's the year? So the year is the year of the rabbit. There are 12 animal signs that are part of the Chinese zodiac. So there are 12 months. Okay. And each of those months are broken into two week periods that are called... 20, they're called the Jichi, which is the it's the Chinese word for season. So it's okay. basically like 24 little mini seasons throughout the year. And they have beautiful poetry names like um, coming of rain and cold dew and like summer heat. And so they, they really mark the sort of energy period of that time of the year. They're really beautiful. I'm in awe. Cassie, do you know any of this? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> This is all just fascinating information. It's fascinating. So the most important thing for us today to talk about is that it's the year of the water rabbit. And we can think about all of the growth that's going to be happening, the new energy that's coming. And what's interesting is all of this energy runs on a 60-year cycle. So okay. we're going into 20, we're in 2023. We can actually go back to 1963 to get some clues about the kinds of things that might happen. The um, big momentous things that happened throughout yeah. the world. Um, Just like going back year to like for the United States, you know, our president got assassinated. So it was kind of a big year for us. Yeah. What year was that? 1963? 1963. 60 years ago. Yeah. 60. Wow. I'm writing all this stuff down because every time I have a guest that I'm so fascinated by, I go and I do all this research. I go down the rabbit hole after the show. So I know. You certainly can. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I could spend hours talking about this, but it's just important for people to know because a lot of times you will go to the Chinese restaurant and you'll look at the placemat and you'll go, oh, I was born in the year of the ox or I was born in the year of the snake. And you get a little bit of information about that and you kind of go, oh, some of it fits, some of it doesn't fit. And that's only because it's only one piece of a whole person's chart. And so the year information is very important for us to know so that we can understand the kind of energies coming and how it relates to us individually. In order for us to know how it relates to us individually, we need to have our own Chinese astrology chart. So um, okay. yeah. if you don't have one, you can get one. There's a free calculator on my website that you can check out. Oh, yay. Yeah, we'll put that up for everybody. You can go yeah. check it out. That's awesome. And what can a chart tell you? Like what kind of stuff can it tell you? Well, from a, well. <laughs> yeah, like about 
things we can answer questions about health we can answer questions about career we can answer questions about romance we can see from a perspective about when big life events might happen in terms of timing could be a job change it could be a move um it could be uh the, the budding of a relationship it could be the end of a relationship it could be um an opportunity for investment for financial investment so really any issues with your kids there's you pick an issue <laughs> we can take a look at it through the chart through the chart that's why i like astrology in this because it's like it's a science behind it and i'm fascinated by the science behind it right yes because i think we had an astrologer on one time too and this she did her whole reading for me just through astrology and it's just fascinating because it's so accurate it's very accurate. Very accurate. I really love Chinese astrology because the charts, the number of charts that could potentially be calculated is something like 13 million. So every time I see someone's chart, it tells me how incredibly unique they are. And it really helps me appreciate the individuality of people and what makes us who we are. So we just talked about the three lucks. We have heaven luck. Heaven luck is what's faded. You cannot be born at a different time. You were born. This is the, you were date and time stamp with the energy that you were born with. Okay. And that tells us about your characteristics, your personality, the kinds of decisions that you might make, your sort of journey through life. Okay. And that's one aspect that you can't change. What you can control are your human luck, which is your free will. So it's the choices that you make throughout life. Okay. And then you also have your earth luck. Earth luck is what I would consider the feng shui, your location, the environment that yourself that you put yourself in. So in my world, we have the ability to control about two thirds of the things that are in our environment. Heaven luck is just what it is, um, but we can influence the choices that we make and the environment that we're in. So from a, an astrology perspective, when we say it's the year of the rabbit, there are a couple things that we look at. One is what is the opposing animal sign for the year? Because there are 12 of them and all of the animal signs have different stars and different energies that come with them. Okay. So the, the opposing animal for the year, what's called the clash animal is actually the rooster because they're in the 12 Zodiac. If you look on them in a circle, they actually are opposite positions. It's actually East and West. Yeah. Um, and so it's actually a clash of uh, wood, which is the rabbit and metal, which is the rooster. And so when those two animal signs see each other or when they clash, it can just simply mean change. Clashes don't actually have to be a bad thing. It can bad really thing. be a wonderful opportunity. It's not always so fun when you're going through it. <laughs> but if you know that your chart has a clash coming in and if you're listening to this and you look at your chart and go, oh, I have a rooster or oh, I have a rabbit in my chart. Okay. So it could mean that there are some big changes coming. It could be a move. It could be a relationship change. It could be a job change. And if you initiate that, then you really feel like you're empowering yourself and you're taking advantage of the energy and going with it instead of being at the effect of it. If you don't know that this is happening or you don't make the choice to make a change, then something could happen to you and you feel like you're in a crappy situation because it's yeah. coming at you instead of you directing the change. Directing the change. And every month you have an opposing animal every month? Not every month, no. <laughs> Some months are better than others. Some months um, are so Let's just take this year of the rabbit. The okay. rabbit month is March and the rooster month is September. Yeah. So for a lot of people, the party is not going to start until September. And this may be true for people who are thinking about last year because last year we're still technically we're in the year of the tiger, but 2022 is the year of the tiger. And for a lot of people, not much really happened in the first part of the year. But as soon as we hit August, which was the clash month. Yes. It was like the poo hit the fan. I mean, I don't know how much swearing we're doing on this podcast, but you know, things really started to, the party started for a lot of people in August 
And then it was like a domino effect. And so we may have a similar experience this year where the party really might not start until September. So it might not feel like a big deal until we get to that time period. And then the the domino starts going down and the ball starts rolling and things really start to happen. Even if you don't have this in your chart, you could sort of get the energy by proxy because let's say your spouse has a clash in their chart or your best friend has an issue. And so you're there to support them. And so you're sort of in it a little bit, even if you don't have a direct clash. Gotcha. So Mary says hers is the rooster. What would it mean for her this year? Well, the part of that answer is it depends on where that rooster is in your chart. So if your year is the rooster, rooster. that means that there's likely to be change that's very visible because the year portion of the chart is actually the external side. So it could be your network. It could be something that people that is noticeable by people. People go, oh, hey, you decided to move house. You decided to change job. You maybe you expanded your network in one way or another. So it doesn't actually have to be a bad thing. And if you're already thinking about this, then here's your clue that this is a good time to take an action. There are other components to your chart that can tell us if you have support. So the the clash animal is the rooster and we're going into the year of the rabbit. And the secret friend of the rabbit is the dog. So if somebody has a dog in their chart, then you actually get extra help, sort of like secret bonus energy. It's called a combination actually in the world that I'm in. And that can give you extra support. So it's a good if you have a dog in your chart and you see this clash, then it's actually a good opportunity to make change because you get extra help. How many are going to go run out and pull their chart? That's right. it. <laughs> Everyone's going to go run out and pull their chart and see. <laughs> I, I put the link to the calculator. In- awesome. That's great. Yeah, it's all in there, guys. The link is in there. Hey, guys, everybody. That's so so amazing to me. That's why I love it. I love it because it's so predictable. So if you are somebody who has a rabbit or a rooster in your chart and you find someone else's chart that has a dog, go make friends with that person because they have energy that you can borrow. It's sort of like borrowing their luck. You can actually talk to them and say like, hey, I need help. Can I borrow some of your good luck and see if they'll be willing to support you in that way? It's really beautiful. Um, But not everybody would have. Okay. Hi, Keith. Sorry. Everyone's coming on now. Fine. Everyone's coming. Okay. But I could pull a chart and not have a rooster in my chart. Like, right. Okay. Okay. But you could have something that someone else needs. So if you pull your chart and let's just say, hypothetically, you have a dog in your chart, then you are probably going to be somebody who's in demand this year. Somebody who is going to be very attractive and, and are going to be supporting other people. The other thing that's really unique about this year is that it's a water rabbit year. So when we look at the chart, it's like a blue symbol of water and a green symbol of wood element for uh, for the rabbit. And there's no fire element. Fire element is very in demand. So if you have a fire element anywhere in your chart, so it could be a yin fire stem, could be anywhere in your chart. It could be a branch like a horse or a snake. Those are all fire element. Those are elements that are going to be in demand because we haven't had fire element in a long time. So that makes you very desirable. Interesting. Yeah. This we this can go on this. and on. Because <laughs> it's kind of confusing. So you have to kind of like, your brain has to wrap around it, right? It takes a little, you sort of have to know what you're looking for, right? So you, when, whenever I'm looking at a chart, whenever I'm working with a client, I'm always asking them, what is it that you want to know? Because we could talk, like I, I could talk about this endlessly, but having what's called a spirit of focus in Chinese, it's called Yongshen. The Yongshen is the spirit of focus. And we know what the spirit of focus is. We can really dial into the chart and making the reading more meaningful. Are you? Do you have questions about your career? Do you want to know about whether or not a relationship is going to show up? Is it time to make a change? 
how how can I expect my relationship with my spouse to be? When you know what that question is, you can really dial into the chart. You can even do like health, like how will I know if I'm gonna have a healthier like if the, you have a potential health issue, right? Because all of the five elements relate to they have tons of attributes. They have energy, they have color, they have a behavior, they have characteristics, they have parts of the body. And so they, they, we have meridians in the Chinese medicine system. We have meridians that run through our body and they relate to all of our organs. So from a health perspective, and we can just talk about that for a second. Yeah, please. From a health perspective, the water element is related to the urinary system, the kidneys, the immune system, sexual organs. Wood element relates to the liver and gallbladder, the eyes, um, your back and your the sort of the backbones and your neck. Fire element relates to heart, blood, circulation, shoulder, and small intestines. Earth element relates to stomach, spleen, pancreas, uh, so sometimes diabetes and digestion, muscles. Metal element is the lungs, the nose, the, the skin, which is your largest organ, also your large intestine, your teeth, and your bones. And so when I look at someone's chart and we talk about a health issue, we want to see we always want to see all the five elements represented because in Chinese metaphysics, we're always looking for balance and harmony. So if somebody's chart has too much of one element and not enough of another element that shows us an imbalance. And so it could be that if there's too much water, it could show up as a kidney issue. If there's too much water, it water puts out fire. And so there could be a blood, heart, uh, vision issue, brain issue. It can show up in different ways. And we just have to look at that balance in the chart. Wow. So this year, if you are somebody who doesn't have water in their chart and that becomes favorable for you, that can be beneficial for your health. If you are somebody who looks at your chart and you see that you already have a bunch of water and you might have already felt this last year because last year was a big water year, it might not be so favorable for you. So it would be a good year to get your health checked. Got it. Y'all understand? Y'all got it? Y'all got it? (laughs) <laughs> like everyone's saying, I love this. I love this. Hello, everybody. It's Hi, really Jane. interesting. Like the rabbit itself is wood element. And what I had said was that it's related to like the back and the neck and the, and your bone and some of your bones. And, and I actually like the idea of small bones. Like I've already had two people tell me they broke a foot on a rabbit day and we're not even in the year of the rabbit yet. Oh and yeah. So it happens. It, it does. This is part of, this is like the coming pre precursor to your year. It's like, if it's already come, if it's already hitting you a little early, then it tells you that you need to be cautious for the rest of the year. So fascinating. So fascinating. So let us know if you guys have any questions out there on TikTok, YouTube, or Facebook. Um, Yeah, she's ready to answer some questions because this is fascinating to me. I'll just keep asking all the questions I have. And I can talk to the endless time and we can talk about feng shui. I mean, that's a little bit about Chinese astrology and sort of the energy of the year. There's also a feng shui aspect where we have energy that are called stars and they fly, they meaning they're not stagnant and they move around and the energy in your physical space changes year to year. And so we want to know where the good energy is and where the negative energy is every year. Um, and from a feng shui perspective, the most negative energy is what's called the five star. It's the yellow five star, which is known as a misfortune star. Okay. And that energy this year is going to be visiting the Northwest. So if in your home, if you have a Northwest sector of your home there's a room that's you're used a lot like a bedroom or a kitchen then that negative five stars visiting and that could cause some challenges the other energy that we don't really like is the star number two which is known as the sickness star and it's visiting the east which is also the position of the rabbit interestingly enough and so we want to make sure that that star is these stars are we know where they are and we don't interact with them if we can avoid them if we can avoid them, we can't can avoid always them. avoid it. So yeah. then we cure them with feng shui cures. 
Do you make house calls? Do you get to go to people's houses and do? This is my job. This is my job. job. <laughs> this is, I get to do this. Like, I, I think it's amazing. That's awesome. I, I have a question actually. Yes. Um, because my, my office, I just moved into, um, like the Southeast part of my house. Mm -hmm. So what, what would that mean on the feng shui? Okay. Chart? So in, so what uh, I will, I will answer that question. And I also want to say, this is also in the Chinese new year essential guide. So on my website, oh. I made a wonderful guide. It's called the Chinese new year essential guide. It gives all of the information about the flying stars and some of the energy for the year. So some of this might not make sense if you're a visual learner. Um, but the star number three is actually visiting the Southeast this year. And star number three is a wood element star. So if wood element is beneficial to you, then it can be really helpful. I know Cassie, cause we talked before we went on, I know your life star. So I know that what's coming to you is a little bit of extra focus. Oh. So that can be really good for business building. It can yep. be really good for building structure, it can be good for getting into a routine, especially if you are somebody who is um, slow to take action. It can really help break up your situation and make things a little bit easier for you. Um, Yay! Yeah, that's <laughs> specifically to you. That might not be true for everybody, but I just happen to know that that's true for you. Um, it can be very beneficial because it's a wood element star. Um, and it's really good for people who need wood element. Um, it's, it's a, it's a favorable sector to use. I really like that star. Um, it's okay. it it helps with growth and it helps with development. It helps with vision, vision, big picture vision, um, and so it's definitely a sector that is great this year if you have an office in that area. And so for you, my sort of mini forecast would be, no, just knowing that little bit about you. And what I'm referring to is when you go to my calculator on my website. It's called a B A Z I. It's, it, we pronounce mm -hmm. it Baza, but it looks like Bazi. And there's a free calculator on my website. And so she went and she ran her chart and she gave me a little bit of information about her life star. So life there's something star. called Gua and that life star in relation to the star that's coming to visit her office that tells me what that relationship is. That's how I got to that. Hopefully that is the question. So star three is visiting the east. That's a great sector this year. Another star that is really super favorable is star nine which is visiting the north this year. So if you have a house that faces north or if you have an important room that's in the north, you will be getting visited by the energy that helps with future money. So it's one of the good money stars this year. So it's actually a really great area, especially if your life star is number one, three, four, or nine. Um, that's a great area for you. Be a good money year, Cass, for you. <laughs> <laughs> My house does face north. Yay. So that's really great. Then, then you have the opportunity to activate that star as it comes in. I'm facing for south. people who are life star numbers uh, two, six, seven, and eight. The other sector of the house or the sector star that's so helpful is uh, the southwest, which is being visited by star number one. Star number one is like distant future money. It's also helpful. It brings noble, helpful people. Um, so it's another great sector to use this year for people who are of those life star numbers. Was there anything that you can tell just from the year? Animal? When you say just from the year, what do you mean? Yeah, because I have a lot of people saying, what do you have for me? I'm the snake or I'm a pig. Anything ah, like yeah, yeah. So this is where it gets really individual because yeah. all of the animal signs have different relationships. 
um, to the animal sign of the year. So we already talked about the rooster and we talked about the dog. Let's talk about um, the snake. The snake is what is known as the traveling star for the year. So the snake is the benefit of being the star that triggers travel. It can also uh, trigger a sense of wanderlust. So if you have the sign in your, your chart, somewhere in your chart this year, um, you may find that you are moving around a little bit more. You may just feel a little bit antsy. So if you feel like you've got some pent up energy, just go take a walk. <laughs> That'll <laughs> take care of it. If you can't fly across the globe and travel overseas, which is not available for everybody, just go move and do as much as you can in terms of exercise. Um, but you may find that if your snake is in the month part of your chart, that it can indicate that you travel for work. If it's in the year, you could be traveling for pleasure just to, to get out and to move around a whole lot. If it's in your day part of your chart, it could mean that you travel with your spouse. If it's an hour part of your chart, it means that you could be traveling for your fans, your clients, your employees, your children, or with your children, depending on where it is in your chart. So it's really, I I quite like the sign this year and it has really good stars. Um, there yeah. is another animal sign that everyone likes to talk about, which is um, nobleman stars. The rabbit is the nobleman year okay. for people who have a day or a year of water, whether it's yang water or yin water. If it's in the year or the day part of your chart, then you automatically get noblemen. Noblemen are like extra helpful people that come in and support you. So ah. if you need to make a change, if you want to make if you want to make a move or a change, it's a good year to do it because you get extra help. So water years are years ending in a number two. So it could be 72, could be 92, could be 42. Um, it could also be a year ending in number three. So that means years like 63, like we mentioned before, or 83. Um, and those people are going to benefit. And it's sort of like, they're, it's a nobleman as stars are like noble people. You sometimes people above you um, could be outside of your network. It could be a lawyer. It could be a doctor. Could be a friend. It could be your spouse. Right. Uh, could be a children. Could be a boss, doctor, employee. All and can all of that can take into place. It can come into effect. And so if you are somebody who thinks that you are coming into a clash, or you're wanting to make a change, and you have this nobleman star, it's a good year to make a change. Okay. Yay. Someone asked. Oh, sorry. Um, on your website, do you have options for personal calls or readings? I do. Right. So in the on my website, there's a section that says work with me. And there is one that says uh, Bazi readings or four pillars of destiny. And I do personal readings for people. How um, long is a reading? Just a question. How long? Yeah. Usually we well, I do two. I do it in two parts. One is we have a discovery session and we talk okay. about what you want to know, what's okay. going on in your life. Tell me about your background okay. so that I can get a sense of where you are up to in your life. And then we identify sort of the question or the thing that's most on your heart. Then, then I leave, I go and I read the chart and I do some diagnostics and then we come back together and we usually spend about an hour where I go over the chart, explaining okay. the chart in detail and yeah. then diving into that question in, um, to get specific into sort of the heart of that particular matter and try to get some clarity around that. Around if it. that is the, if that's the service that's called for. So Chinese astrology is one service, but I also use other resources like I Ching and Qimen Dunja to answer questions as well. So if you've lost your house keys, Chinese astrology is not going to help us answer that question. No. That's okay. what Qimen Dunja is for. <laughs> Qimen Dunja. How do you say that? 
Chi Men Dun Ja. So it's Q-M-D-J. And it's the mysterious doors hiding the Ja, okay. which is Yongwood. Yeah. It's a leader. And it's really wonderful system for seeing what's happening behind the scenes, getting Ooh. some clues about what you might not be able to see that's visible. Okay. Um, getting some information about how to make a choice or how to get where you're going if you can't see the path very clearly. It's great for finding lost items. <laughs> I love like, that. It's it's kind of amazing because you can you can find timing and yeah, you can see what happens to people. It's really incredible. That's that's a separate system. So if Chinese astrology is called for, then that's what we do. And then other systems we use or other resources. Yeah. And is that also um I don't know what to say, ancient Asian teachings? It's it's one of the very ancient classic texts in Chinese. Chinese that okay. is it's been used for hundreds and thousands of years. Okay. It's actually what's known as the Sun Tzu's art of war. So this is the art of war is really Qi Men Dun Jia. And that's how that system came about because you want to strategize how to win. Oh. And you need to know what's happening in the background, what's hiding in order to create a strategy. And that's really in modern times, people use it for like business. Okay. Moves. That's a, a lot of that in Asia, but we can use it for understanding how to find a lost item, how to identify a health issue. There's a life reading section where we can get some some clues about your life that you cannot see in Chinese astrology in just uh, Batsa and okay. Four Pillars of Destiny. So we can really dig into some really fascinating. You can see health issues. You can see timing of things, marriages, when people move. It's it gets deep. <laughs> it gets, yeah, it sounds it like really it. Deep. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I want a reading too. I'm with you. I'm with you, Lori. Let's get a reading. I'm with you. Let's uh, do it. <laughs> Keith so asked, you want to talk about more animal signs? Should we continue going on with that? Yeah, because I have Keith. He wants to know. He's the pig. So how's okay. the pig playing out this year? So the pig is actually in what's called the three harmony frame. So in Chinese metaphysics, usually all of the zodiac signs have some kind of a relationship, one kind of or another. And in this case, it happens to be that the rabbit is the wood element and it's in three harmony relationship with the goat and the pig. And so if you have a pig in your chart, then you are automatically connected to this rabbit in a harmonious way. And so it can indicate that you will have a more harmonious year and more opportunity to solve problems, to bring support to people um, and actually eat really well. <laughs> There's a special star with the pig this year where you may find that you eat really, really well. And if you are not somebody who has a routine, you may want to get into an exercise routine because when you eat well, it's yeah. easy to be like, oh, I just want to eat more. But it's a good idea to maintain balance, right? Everything in Chinese. Everything's in balance. Balance mm -hmm. and harmony. So if you eat well, make sure that you also take care of your body and exercise. There you go. There's your little reading, Keith. Yeah, I love it. Um, Lori doesn't know her animal. Can you, do we know 1966? 66 is, I um, can't do that that fast. Um, I don't have a chart either. I don't have a chart either. 66 is going to be ah! the, the rooster, the monkey, the goat, possibly the year the goat. But we'd really have to look at a chart, and that's only one aspect. So, yeah, do Lori do go to the um, site and just I can't calculate this off the top I, of my head. I looked it up really, really quick online. 
It says 1966 Chinese uh, Chinese zodiac fire horse. Fire horse. Okay, so I had didn't go. I didn't go far enough back. Okay, so it's a fire horse year. So the horse is a great animal sign this year. Um, it has what a special star this year that brings extra happiness, and mm-hmm. you get a little bit of um, what is known as one of the noble stars this year. And it you actually can get extra help from women. So the moon star is one of the noble stars that actually is connected to the horse this year. And it's really a wonderful resource because getting help from women is going to be the way to go over the next 20 years. And so it's a good time to build your network. And Lori's doing that. So I know a little bit about Lori. So Lori, I think you're there doing you that already. She's building her tribe, right? Excellent. This is a good year to do it. Yeah. Um, this is where you can really tap into the power of feminine energy and access extra support. Yeah. And Lori, your tribe is going to Belize. So um, hint, hint, get on that. All right. Kisa, <laughs> sounds like I might need to look into a gym. <laughs> Could be gym, exercise, get out in nature. Yeah. It's probably a good idea. I mean, it's good for everybody, right? It all It's all about mental health, emotional health, physical health, spiritual health, taking care of your physical body so that you can do the things that you want to do. Yeah. Um, get no, as balanced as you possibly can yeah no i love it this is so much fun is there a bear someone said bear and moose are their spirit guides but it's not a spirit guide thing it's a, yeah that's not that's not part of chinese metaphysics but it's that's interesting i'm glad to hear that those are your spirit guides yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's not part of chinese there's maybe two other animal signs that one other animal sign we should talk about that is really relevant that i think is helpful so right. the Everyone also wants to talk about something, a star called the Peach Blossom Star. Peach Blossom Star is known as the flower of romance. So if you are single and you are looking for a relationship, the animal sign of the rat is the Peach Blossom. Um, Actually, the rabbit itself is a Peach Blossom Star. And so when the rat shows up, uh, it can indicate that a romance will occur. It's also great for business. So if you are in a relationship already, it doesn't mean that you have to go find something new. Just go home. It's not takeout. It's go home, <laughs> just, eat, just go enjoy your relationship at home. But if you have a rat in the year or the month in your chart, it can indicate that you have opportunity to be more likable. It will uh, give you the power to attract typically the opposite gender okay. and have more interactions. People might just talk to you. Like you're at the mm-hmm. store and you're just minding your business and people just, just, just talk yeah. to you because you have a peach blossom star. The other side of the rat and the rabbit connection is something that we don't like that I do want to bring up, and it's called a punishment. The rat and the rat rabbit make up a, a, what's called an uncivilized punishment, and that can usually indicate a situation where someone is not able to, for lack of a better term, use good control. So it becomes like uncivilized behavior. Okay. It could start off with somebody being not nice to you or betraying you, doing something behind your back. Um, it's really when someone shows no restraint. So it can we don't like it when it's extreme forms of misbehavior okay. or betrayal. It can be very emotional. Um, it can be very unhealthy sexual desire. Often this shows up as a sexual issue. Sure. So there may be extra sex scandals this year showing up. Um, it can also just be like bad physical treatment, like physical abuse could be promiscuity on the really negative, like horrible side, molestation, rape, at its worst incest. So I really, I bring this up because we want to protect our kids. Yes. Um, and so if you have, if you have a child that has a rabbit in somewhere in their chart, please 
be having conversations with them about how to protect themselves, okay. how to speak up for themselves, how to defend themselves. Like I'm going to be taking a self-defense class in February just because. <laughs> really? Yeah, just because. Just because. All Can't right. Can't hurt anything. Um, we don't like this punishment. If you have a, a rat somewhere in your chart, the rabbit will trigger the punishment. If you have a rabbit somewhere in your chart and a rat, then you may already have felt this in your life. Um, if it, this is new to you, hopefully you have some resources to get through it. Okay. But it can be it can be deep. It can be really emotional. And so I want to make sure some people know about this punishment so they can be guard against it if it's at all possible. Does all this go along the lines, just thinking from a, you know, theological, theolo uh, say the word, I can't say anything, huh? Theological? That, yeah, see? <laughs> Brain is mush, I'm not even kidding. Um, from that standpoint, everything's predetermined, kind of? Right, so there's this difference between destiny and fate. Yeah. Right? So what you can make choices, so in Chinese, metaphysics philosophy so our this perspective is that when you are prepared you can meet the opportunity that's what really luck is preparation meets opportunity and you have to make the choice in order to be prepared okay that is when you can adjust the trajectory of your destiny what is fated to you, for you will come to you whether it has to go around the world to get to you or not it's coming but but if you want the things that you're going after you can make the choices to go after them okay Clear as much. Answer that question. This yeah. is what I mean by heaven luck. Heaven luck is what's faded. Okay, what's faded? It's, it's coming. The family you're born into, the place that you originally grew up. You can't do anything about that. That's no. just your fate. But once you can make your own free will, you can make your own choices. You can go. I don't like where I grew up. I'm going to move to a big city, or I'm going to move to a different country. Okay. I'm going to make choices to do things differently than the way that I was raised. That's you adjust to your destiny. Yeah, gotcha. All right, so interesting. Yes. Let's do this another one. We have Noella. I know. It's so great. Um, Noella, she's a Christian witch. So all this is really new to her, she said. Um, it's an old, old practice. And this is, and we, you know, we only have a short period of time. We only have an hour. So I can't cover everything, everything. under Chinese metaphysics right. in a short period of time. It's a big topic. So, I, but I did quickly grab her chart. Mm -hmm. Okay. We want to share screen really fast. And then sure. that way you can just kind of give it. Only if she's going to give us permission. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Noella, do we have permission? Because no, I don't want to share chart. something and then she'd be like, right, do like a little mini thing just to show. Da -da -da -da. It's exciting. I mean, talking about a year is pretty innocuous, but some yeah. of that stuff can get a little bit. If you, um, I guess. What's, what's her year? What's 68? <laughs> that doesn't sound very certain. Cass, what's 68? What? Um, what year is the year of the what? The should be the year of the, the rooster. Yep. Right. So somebody born in the year of the rooster has this clash. Can it potentially indicate a change? So this does not surprise me that she's asked this question or that her, that her chart sort of came up, right? She said because you can share it. needs to hear this, that it's okay to make a change. It could potentially be an up and down year. Get ready for September. That's when the party might start. Um, take a look at March. See what happens in March for you because that can get a little bit of an indicator of what might happen. Um, and then you can also look back. 12 years because this is a, all the animals run on 12 year cycle. So this is the year of the rabbit. So if you were born in a rooster year, you can look back 12 years and go, Hey, did anything interesting happen 12 years ago? Really? It might not be so specific because all yeah. of the animal years have different, uh, 
element polarity. Right. So this year we're going into a water rabbit year, but it could have been a fire rabbit fire year or rabbit. an earth rabbit year previously. Whatever kind of year it is, that also indicates some of the things on some of this stuff. Yeah. Did you pull the 68? I, I mean, I, I pulled it through her. She yeah. said she can share it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure if that was it for sure. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, share screen, share screen. You have a guest. Doing things that are out of your comfort zone, yeah. That's there. Okay, go down. Good job. It's okay. Okay. Rooster, rat, dragon. Okay. Awesome. So we're going into the year of the dragon next year. We'll come back and we'll have a conversation about <laughs> that aspect next year. Next year. Yeah. Right. So there's that rat. There's that little punishment that you want to be aware of. So, and, and it's in the month pillar. And so that indicates that it could potentially be work related. So just you want to be aware of workplace relationships, things that may or may not be appropriate. Make sure your eyes are dotted and your T's are crossed and you stay out of the, the you know, sort of off of gossip kind of thing. And it looks like that's a um, monkey year, right? So yeah, it's hard to see. last year would have been big year. That's one aspect of that. That's so cool. Yeah. That's um, just a little, that's just like a little, that's like tiniest little bit. <laughs> Yeah, look, look at her comment. I'm speaking to high school students about my brother's suicide that happened 412 of 21. Yeah. 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 Super emotional. So many tender emotions that go with that. And kudos for you for bringing that to the forefront um, yeah. and bring, bringing those important topics forward. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Kudos to you. Trudy says this is so interesting. Yeah. Trudy and we can go on. I mean, those are, we've only touched on some of the animal signs. We can touch on a couple of other ones if you want. So we talked about the rat. We talked about the rabbit. I mentioned the goat is in the three harmony and also yeah. with the pig. Um, the goat actually has some really good auxiliary stars this year. So if you have a goat in your chart, um, you have something that potentially may make you more creative. So it's a really good year to invest in your creativity, potentially to make a class, take a class or do something to expand your skill set. Mm. Um, the monkey has a relief star. So if you had a monkey in your chart last year, it might've been a rough year. <laughs> and so finally you're getting a little bit of relief so you can rest a little bit, um, and get sort of get your bearings again. We talked about the dog, which has a wonderful star called a dragon virtue star. Um, and that's excellent for this year to get extra help. Um, if you have a dragon in your chart, we didn't really talk about the dragon, but if you have mm -hmm. a dragon in your chart, with the rabbit, it does come with the sun star, and this, the the poem goes something like this: "When the sun arrives, all evil subsides." So you get extra help, and it's usually the sun is yang element, so it's the most potent energy that's out there. So it's usually help from a male, so you may be able to um, advance and connect through male energy this year. It does come with something called a harm that I don't really like. Um, the dragon and the rabbit make this harm structure, and so it could be that you have like a little situation that's really uncomfortable that could feel like a betrayal or something that happens behind your back, but it really gives you the impetus to make change and make your life better and use it as an opportunity. We talked about the snake um, where the tiger is going to get a little bit of a break also because this was the tiger year. And so if you had a tiger in your chart last year, could have felt like a big year. Um, yeah. 
and it, there's something called a golden carriage, which is wonderful for making changes and creating new projects and developing yourself. Um, we talked about the rooster, which is the clash animal. Uh, the ox, we haven't talked about the ox. Mm -hmm. The ox has one really wonderful star that is great for optimism. Um, so often the ox is quiet and sedate and is sort of slow to move, but this star will help you be able to see things in a more optimistic way. That's my perspective on it anyway. Oh, I love that. And then we talked about the pig. So now we've covered all the 12 animals. We've covered all of them. Oh. Yeah. Yay. I love it. You did so well. Lori, you. will you all put the name of her Facebook page or website so she can contact her this week for a personal reading? Look at that. Yes. Oh, um, that's super kind. Yeah. I will say one other thing about the rooster before I forget. So if you have a rooster in your chart, because we're going to the year of the rabbit and it's the clash year, yeah. clashes, this particular clash we don't like because it's a wood element with clashing with metal element, which can indicate accidents and things breaking. So this okay. is not the year to do things that I would consider risky. I'm very risk adverse. Please, no jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> I need to do my chart because it's on my list this year. <laughs> this is not the year to be jumping out of an airplane. Please, no base jumping, no crazy motorcycle no crazy riding, stuff. no daredevil activities. If okay. there's anything that involves you signing your life away, I would suggest not doing that this year. Got Postpone it. it a little bit longer. Postpone and definitely not, don't do it in September. The other thing that is helpful to keep in mind is that the direction of the clash is east. So if you have a rooster in your chart, you wouldn't want to be traveling directly east. Now, what does that mean? It usually means an automobile or a bike or walking, not usually a plane, because when you get on a plane, usually the plane will go north or south and then go east or west. It's not right. really directly east, right? So right. it's usually when you're traveling in an automobile, so you want to be very careful. Got it. Um, make sure that you're being mindful of that. We just don't, we just don't avoid risky stuff. Just avoid risky stuff. That's my strong urging for those of you who have a rooster in your chart. No, no skydiving. No jumping out of a plane. <laughs> no jumping out of a plane this year, please. Well, <laughs> if you skydive for a hobby and you have a rooster in your chart, maybe you want to take up knitting or crochet or something that is a little <laughs> bit safer this year. <laughs> Everybody runs and pulls their chart. Your your website's going to go crushing. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a good little plug-in. I think it'll be okay. It'll be okay. I'm going to go yeah. run and do it too. Oh, this is so interesting. Thank you for being on. Like oh, we ran all the way to almost the end of the show. We only <laughs> we got time to do any card readings today, y'all. <laughs> like I said, I could talk about this for ages. Forever. I could go on no, and on. It's so interesting to me because it's so predictable and it's like set. There's no, I don't know. It's just. It's nice set. to have a clue. Yeah, it's, it's nice to get a little bit of a picture of the kinds of things to expect so you can get a little bit prepared, especially if you're already starting to feel it. Listen, it's the end of January. I said this before and I will always say it again. Energy does not turn on and off like a light switch. It's we're, The energy is fully set on February 4th. So people are already starting to feel it. Yeah. My clients are already starting to call me. What's going on? What's going on? Okay. Yeah. What do I need to change What in my house in order to make things go smoother? Okay. And so we, a lot of what we talked about is Chinese astrology and understanding aspects of your chart. The feng shui is another thing that you can really tap into in order to help make things easier. So you want to avoid those negative stars five and two that are in the Northwest and the East. Use the other sectors of your home that are more favorable um, and that can also help smooth things along. Just avoiding negative stuff can help make things easier. Right. Do you change things a lot in your house? 
I do. My husband's going away this weekend and he's like, what's going to be different when I come back? And I was like, I well, knew it. I was like, might be in a different position. I'll be moving your desk around. <laughs> I move my desk around all the time. Yeah. When yeah. I was a kid, I used to move my furniture a lot as a kid. I didn't even really know what I was doing when I was little. I just was naturally like moving my furniture. I did too. I always wanted to be different. Like I can't stay in a house for, I always want to move after so many years. I just need different, right? Yeah. Same way yeah. too. It's a good year to move actually from a feng shui perspective because it captures favorable energy, feng shui energy before okay. we move into the next period, which is a conversation for another day. But this is potentially a good year to move for some people. Mm. You know, the Chinese just thinking just from a business perspective, the Chinese calendar would be good used to like um, do like year readings. How your year going to go? How's your January, February? Because you can kind of tell. Yeah. Right? How the energy this is actually a service I offer. I offer personalized calendars for my clients based on their Chinese astrology charts, which is a really fabulous resource, especially if you're ambitious, because the, the calendar gives you all 12 months. It tells you days that are good for relationships. So if you are looking for a relationship, if you want to go on a date, if you want to have an important conversation for business and that relationship is important to you, you want to do that act, most important activities on your favorable days. It tells you when your nobleman days are, so you know when to ask for help. It tells you good days for travel. It gives you indications of days that are good for health and study. Um, also, when not to do things. There's a whole day called a do not use day on your calendar. Personalized. Is there really? Yeah. So, like, those are the days that I don't, like, I don't have meetings with clients those days. I really don't do much. It's like a self-care day. Like, let's go get a facial and just take it easy. Yeah. You don't want to do anything important on those days. Yeah. So, yes, we, the timing, timing, timing is everything. Feng shui is location, location, location. Yeah. Timing is everything. And when you put those together, the results can be really beautiful. Really, really, really crazy beautiful. Oh, I yeah. love it. Thank you for being on. I appreciate you so much. Thanks. I'm looking to see if there's anybody else has any other questions. I mean, I could just sit there all day. I'm going to pull my I turn. love that there's so many people commenting that they changed their house around. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people that throughout, especially throughout the pandemic, being in one place the majority of, of the time, yeah. I people have been like, oh, that's a new <laughs> Every time I hop on a Zoom, they're like, that's new angel. Do you think it has because we're energy sensitive that we did we did that when we were younger? I'm once wondering why we did that. That's why I did it. I just was, I mean, naturally aligning myself with the energy that was energy, more favorable. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah. too, because we're all kind of energy sensitive. Energy sensitive. We all did it. Yeah. And yeah. also I looked back at my childhood home and I now I know why. Like in hindsight, now I know why. Now you know why. Time. Yeah. There was a question. Someone says, is it too late to get a calendar? And actually, it's not too late. Um, until February 1st, I'm offering a little bit of a discount. The calendar is normally 160. If you use the code RABBIT23, when you enter your form on the website to order your personal calendar, you get a little bit of a discount. Um, and only until February 1st. So there's only a few more days to use that code, and then the code is no longer going to be valid. RABBIT23? Um, RABBIT23. RABBIT23. Till February 1st, y'all. I'm going to do the calendar because I think that's very helpful just to kind of plan your year. Plan and know. Year. Yeah. yeah. I have a number of people that really love it. I mean, I look at mine almost every day because I just want to know what's happening every single day. Yeah. Um, and if you are planning, if you are somebody who's planning an event, like let's say you, you want to yes. do something that involves being visible, you yes. want to do social media campaign or you want to launch a project. It's good to know when the right timing is to do that. No, yeah. It would have been yeah, great. Last year. You also go, oh, my event's going to be this day. And then you go back a little bit time and you go, oh, this is when I should market it. So, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely going to, definitely going to do that too. So everybody, can we put up her website up there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
It's um, it's actually gone out a couple times during during the feed, and it is in the um, comments. It's in it's in the comments, and it's also in the information on each of where the show is. Um, Put it for me so I can tell TikTok. It's also really fun if you're new to this, grab the essential guide that we put the link out to so that you can get some of the information that I talked about. Okay. Um, and if you want more information, the easiest thing to do is sign up for my newsletter. I put out a newsletter usually about twice a month or so. And when you sign up, you'll be the first to be notified of classes, events, okay, things I'm talking about, <laughs> things that I think are interesting in Chinese metaphysics. I often yeah. will talk about the energy of the month so you get an idea of what's coming. Um, yeah. And that's a great way to stay in touch. And at some point, if it's not, if the timing isn't right now, that's okay. If something comes up later, hey, you'll have access to me at that point. That's awesome. So for my TikTok people, it's fsinmotion.com. Right. So it's feng shui in motion is the name of the business. It's fs for feng shui in motion. Feng shui in motion. Fsinmotion.com. So go check her out. She's wonderful. Thank you. Anytime we can get a little insight into our life is always great. Something I don't do. I talk to dead people. That's what I do. So anytime I can get insight on life, I think that's amazing and wonderful. Especially, I think, going back to my own journey, I picked mediumship because I could prove it, right? And I've got that analytical brain. And I guess that's why I'm so attracted to astrology and the Chinese New Year and Chinese astrology. Because it's like so scientifically mastered. It's just amazing to me. The Mayan calendar would be interesting too i would think about definitely big things i don't know I don't lots know. of different calendars out there lots of different perspectives this is only one perspective yes. it might not fit for everybody and that's okay and that's you may cool. need to round out your exploration with other resources but i found this to be very accurate and very yeah. helpful no i like it i like it i wish i could learn it but it's so difficult it's a lot to learn how many years have you been doing this Jillian? This is my 13th year. 13 years. I mean, I spent 20 years in college admissions counseling. So I, I worked in a corporate job and yeah. I was building my business. And yeah. I was doing one-on-one -on -one private uh, mentoring with my master teacher, my feng shui master. Oh, is it? So yeah. a lot of these things you don't learn in a book. There's tons no. of books out there, but it's not all in a book. No, you have you to, have to go with your master and you have to say master. Master yeah. And there's a lineage. Is there a lineage? There's a lineage. It's the Wu Chong lineage. Yeah. The grandmasters, master, grandmaster Yaf Cheng Hai, who unfortunately passed away. I knew about him, but I, he passed away before I was able to get to meet him, but um, that's the lineage that I'm in. That's lineage here. Well, again, we thank you for being on the show. It's that time. We're going to wrap it up and we will see you all next time. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thank you. Oh, Classy, where can they find you? Sorry. I missed the end part. Oh. <laughs> that's all right. Oh. Uh, everybody can find me at uh, Stargazers Unite, um, stargazersunite.com. Uh, across all social media platforms, all the things. Um, Tracy, where the, can they find you? Mm, this week, nowhere, because I am not all here. Anyway, so oh, it's, been, it's been a long week already, and it's only Wednesday. But they can find me on all social media, um, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, under the Red Couch Medium. And then I have a website, um, theredcouchmedium.com, where you can book a reading. And all my classes and everything else that I offer is out there, too. So now I will wrap it up. Until next time, everybody, have a good night. Ha <laughs> ha.